0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shred Podcast Episode 10. Uh, Today's Shred Podcast is going to be meet Coach Jen. Hey, Coach Jen, how are you? Hi,
1: good. How are you?
0: Good. Uh, Jen is our newest coach here at Shred, and we're just going to ask her a few questions to learn more about her. So, Coach Jen, how long have you been doing CrossFit?
1: Oh, man. Um, I believe it was 2012 fall, so what is that, six and a half years About six and a half years ago, I started, I found CrossFit, so...
0: And and what brought you to CrossFit?
1: I was at this place where I was spending three hours a day in just a normal gym, and I was bored, and I was finding myself not even wanting to go anymore, so um, a friend of mine had done CrossFit, like, years prior, and I had dropped in with her, like, one day when I visited her in Atlanta, and I was like, oh, this is a good time, but then I never found another gym after that. Like, I never looked it up, never never thought about it so one day I was living in Mississippi and I was like man I'm just hitting a wall so I it just kind of came to mind I googled like CrossFit gyms there was only one in the town I was living in at the time so I thought you know what let me drop in let me give it about three or four weeks let me try it um see if it's something that I enjoy and yeah it was like two days in I was I was like yep I'll never go back to a normal gym and this is what I'm gonna be doing for the rest of my life for fitness so very cool yeah so
0: uh, when did you become a coach?
1: It was about a year after that. Um, so it was five and a half years ago. Um, about a year into it, I found myself um, helping people just around me at the gym and stuff with barbell movements, because I was always an athlete, but um, I, I always had back issues too, so I would find myself like helping people that had other back issues and stuff around me at the gym, so the, the owner at the time was like, why don't you go get... And L1, and then we can get you in here and, like, coaching a little bit and see how you, how you like it. So that's the that, – I decided to take the test, to go do the class, and then found that after the fact that I actually enjoyed coaching. I didn't know at the time when I took the L1 I would enjoy it. So,
0: so initially it initially just started with you wanting to help other people mm-hmm. and, and doing that around the gym, and then you were encouraged to get your – Yeah. That's a really cool story. Mm-hmm. Um, so you actually have your Level 2 Right. CrossFit level two. Yeah. Um, what's the difference between an L two and an
1: L one? So L one, my memory serves me right, um, is more like classroom setting, more just going through foundational movements like we do in our foundations class here. Your your um, just your normal movement and trying to break it down a little bit, but it's just a little bit more of like book reading, understanding things like the different type of. Um, engines that you have in your body, the different type of focuses that you should have for workouts and stuff like that, um, and the L two is is two days of nonstop barbell movement, PVC movement, really um, PVC pipes. It's because that's all we touch for two for two full days. But man, I was so sore because for just two days you're going, you're breaking down those foundational movements even further, and how to coach somebody and how to give them cues and put their body in places where you want them, so they're moving safely. It was just, it was just so much more hands-on and engaging than like the L one, where it's more book, more book study, more book work.
0: So would the hands-on part be your favorite part? Oh yeah. You okay.
1: Definitely, it would. The I like to. To talk and explain and and use cues that people understand, um, and so like the cues I was always I've always used for certain movements are good, but that helped me be able to give those same cues with it with like two words versus ten words gotcha. you know like keep it short and simple and don't blast somebody with twenty cues at one time, just give them two words and let them fix it in two words so it was really good like to be able to take. What you have already been doing for five years as a coach to uh, just simplify it. So people that are coming in off the street that have never done CrossFit can understand what you're saying and you're not giving them just too much information, too overloading.
0: that, That makes me excited because my L1 is, I mean, I'm close to it expiring and needing to do something.
1: And so that makes
0: me want to do the L2 a lot more. Oh, yeah.
1: It's way more beneficial, the L2, definitely.
0: Awesome. So what do you like to do outside the gym for fitness?
1: Um, I like to hike. Um, I, I used to live in Korea, so I spent a year and a half or so in Korea and then I lived in Argentina for a while and I did a lot of hiking and like trail running stuff in those two countries. And I, um, that's where I discovered that just being outdoors. Um, but coming here since I moved to Ohio about five years ago, I haven't done much hiking. Um, But like on weekends, if it's nice and we're not at the gym, you know, going for a run or just going for a walk or going to a park and just getting outside, um, some vitamin D and, and outside of that, I really don't do much. I used to do a lot of snow skiing, a lot of water skiing. Um, but in the last three or four years, I haven't, I don't have a really group of friends that do stuff like that. So I I haven't gone, um, to do much snow skiing or water skiing in the last couple of years, but anything like that I grew up doing, um, being out just outside in general and just moving.
0: I do know there's some people here at shred that do some of those things. Yeah, I'll so, see maybe, <laughs> so
1: maybe, maybe you can
0: get back into it.
1: Yeah, maybe because I haven't. I haven't really. I, I think we don't talk about stuff a lot of times. We forget because we're in a CrossFit gym and we tend to talk about just inside CrossFit fitness, right? And you don't really spend time like sitting and having a conversation, like, "Well, what are you doing this weekend?" or "What are you? What What do you do outside of the gym?" Like, if you're not here for three or four days and. Um, so a lot of those, those conversations, I don't even know that about some yeah. people. So I
0: think those conversations happen more in the summertime. Yeah, you know when it's nice outside and people want to get together and do things. Do
1: things, yeah.
0: You know we just become so like almost like um, hibernate yep. in the wintertime. Yep, absolutely. Um, so about your family, um, you talk about be, living all over the world. Yeah. Let what's a, tell us a little bit about your family.
1: So my my parents and my immediate family, well, my, my parents, I guess, now, and my one sibling, he, they live in Pennsylvania, so that's where I grew up, um, about three and a half hours from here. Uh, we grew up on a pig farm, um, out in the middle of nowhere, 120, 120 acres, and then my other brother right now is currently in Alaska, Anchorage with his family, and then they're getting ready to do the move from Alaska to North Carolina, because he got a position at Duke, um, and so He, my oldest brother in Alaska is military. Um, He used to be uh, an officer full-time active, but now he's reserve side of the Navy. So for years, they, they were like in Hawaii and all over. So I spent a lot of time like in Hawaii. I spent a lot of time in Anchorage, Alaska, a lot of time in Mississippi. I lived in Mississippi. That's why I lived there because they were there. I thought, let me go down there experience that whole world, yeah. <laughs> which is a whole different world. Um, and then just, yeah. And then after college, I, I was like, I need to get out of here. Cause the market crash it was like 2008 when everything kind of went down and it was like, I have a, I'm about to have a master's degree. And I was like, you know, I can't go to Pennsylvania where my parents are at. There's like, there's nothing there for me. Um, my brother at that time, I think was in Hawaii. Cost of living there is insane. So unless I wanted to move in with him and two babies and his wife, which I was not doing, I thought I needed to get out of here, get away from family a little bit and just grow on my own. So I moved to Korea to teach English. Um, but then like, yeah, they're just, and then, yeah, that's it. I mean, nieces, nephews, and it's all over.
0: All right. So what do you do for a living outside of coaching here at Shred? I know they pay really well here, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah,
1: (laughs) it is actually really, I love being here, but, um, so what I do for full time is it's something that I find difficult explaining unless you're in military or unless you like with a, a federal company or a federal contracting company, it's hard for me to explain it, but I do, um, top secret clearances, secret clearances for the federal government. So I'm a federal contractor but I investigate people that apply for secret clearances or top secret clearances. Um, Secret clearances are pretty basic. Everybody like that goes in the military has one. Um, But if they're selected in the department of defense, like military for like Intel or something, then they need a top secret, which is way more in depth. Um, Just interviewing them, interviewing their family, their friends, their um, employers. Just you interview hundreds of people on one person so I do I do all the investigations I compile all the reports and then my stuff goes to like Department of Defense the Department of Energy or whatever and then they have people that adjudicate that so that's what I do outside of here.
0: Man, I feel like I'm reading a Tom Clancy <laughs> book or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so shred so on to shred a little bit. Um, your new coach here. We've started a gymnastics program, mm-hmm. and my understanding is that you're doing the programming mm-hmm. for that. So what's your philosophy with gymnastics?
1: So gymnastics, um, has always been something that I've struggled with on the CrossFit side of things. So I, when I came in, I'm naturally good at barbell movements, just moving a pretty good engine and stuff like that. But the gymnastics side was always something that I was like, I don't understand. So for years and years and years, it became a frustration the first like three or four years because I couldn't do muscle ups and couldn't do like butterflies, couldn't do chest to bars. Um, And then when I, about three years ago, gosh, I don't even remember when, um, I started working with a coach out of Cincinnati for personalized programming. And I learned a lot through him um, just because he would test you and he immediately knew my weaknesses were gymnastics, right? And a lot of that stems originally from, like, just having poor core and poor back stability because I was having all kinds of back issues too. Um, And so – Working with him, I realized that, like, the foundational of, of gymnastics isn't, isn't, like, being able to get up there and, and do 25 unbroken pull-ups. It is. But at the same time, like, where's your body positioning through all that? Where's your hollow? Where's your Superman happening? Like, where where are you feeling your body? And I was always, like, I don't feel my body. I'm just kind of moving, right? So then, so then to take that a step further, then I started working with Jenny Borda at a Friendship. CrossFit who has gymnastics class over there and like we spent just months just handstands upside down just hollow holds just just like stability of core because people again they don't know how to move they don't know how their body is moving they're moving but they don't know how and they don't know why and they're not controlling it it's almost like the body is controlling them so when I learned so much yeah between Steven and Jenny so when I was asked to do some programming here and to do this gymnastics class here I was like yeah that's great because I can take stuff that I've incorporated from them um, and bring it here but I've I've been pretty I've, I've been honest like it's not it's not quote unquote sexy stuff I mean it's a full hour of literally working on core and stability and back strength and just bicep curls and just strict presses like it's almost like body building for an hour because it's just learning how to strengthen parts of your body. And then you working on where your feet in a kip, like where your feet, where your hands, like you focusing on those movements. So right now it's just super simple, right? We're just getting people to understand like the kipping movement and the hollow to the Superman and just very basic, basic, basic buildings, building blocks of it.
0: So I've heard a tremendous amount of feedback, um, all to the good, of your new gymnastics program. My, what days of the week do you run that program?
1: At the moment, it's Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday at 11, Thursday at 5. Okay. And then hoping, I think at some point, to get into a third day, hopefully here soon. So.
0: Okay, and how do they sign up?
1: I be, uh, There's paperwork on the desk that you can sign up, um, talk to Marcus or myself or to Janessa or probably any coach, um, but I believe there's still a form sitting on the desk out there that you can fill out and just kind of sit there for whoever, when they come in to see it.
0: And it's just a basic add-on fee to your monthly Shred yeah. mm-hmm. membership. Mm-hmm.
1: And the programming's online every week, so if you can't make a class, then you can come in on your free time if I'm here or Coach Marcus or Coach Amy or somebody's here then they can help you through the movements if they have questions and stuff too. So you can still get the programming even if you can't make class.
0: Okay. Um. So now that we are got the business out of the way, let's get to some fun questions. Okay. <laughs> so what is your favorite memory as a CrossFit athlete?
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, I don't Ooh. know if I honestly have one specific memory. Um. Gosh. Probably, probably it was, it would be the open of like 17, 2017, just that general time frame um, going into like then taking a break like a month and then going into like the regionals of that year. Because that was the year that I, leading up to spending a lot of time trying to train and make friendships regional team. Um, And so that open, I thought, even though it was stressful because you're like wanting to be on this team and be it was the most memorable because of how much how much support not only you have, but like you have like you feel inside for those other people, too. Um, And then training and prepping for regionals that year was something I'll never the, the hilarity of us trying to build worms and stuff. I mean, just funny things yeah. that went on that you're like, what is go what is happening? Like just, yeah, it, it was crazy. So that's probably, and, and there's so many awesome things that you see in CrossFit between people coming in and their lives just completely transforming to like, to the yeah, regional stuff. But probably at the moment, because it's more recent, that's something that has just comes to mind. Right now, like, just that 2017 Open and then regional prep for 2017.
0: So what's your favorite memory as a coach? Uh,
1: It's probably those times where people get their first strict pull-up. It's something so simple, right? But it's just, like, it's, like, people try so hard for strict pull-ups and double-unders. And it's just, like, immediately when, like, a a woman that's been trying to do a strict pull-up for five years – all of a sudden you're standing there and you're just like, boy, you know, you're just like yelling and you're yelling and you're yelling. And it's like, you're, you're exerting more energy than they are like when they're on that rig. Um, It's moments like that, that I, that as a coach, I'm like, Oh, thank you. Because then it, 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 you know that that person then feels this such renewed like confidence of just, yes, being here is the right thing. For me, you know, how people get so discouraged and they like quit because Mm -hmm. they're like, well, I still can't do a pull up after five years. Well, that's not really the point. But, you know, that renews their energy and their their purposes of why they are here. So those those are my favorite moments of CrossFit.
0: And they happen so often in the open, Uh which is why I'm so excited for open season to come, because people get that first whatever. and The gym goes nuts and Mm -hmm. um, it's crazy. Yes. So what are two things that you do to keep your health and fitness goals on track?
1: Hmm. (laughs) Oh, yikes. Well, health wise, like food wise, I would say that even if I've learned, which I've learned so much in the last five years with like nutrition and health and, and overall how much that incorporates into like just being in the gym and working out, but, um, move every day, no matter what. So like I didn't work out today. But I'm either going to go spend 30 minutes at home mobilizing and stretching for 30 minutes, or I'm going to spend 15, 20 minutes on a bike, or I'm going to spend 15, 20 minutes on a rower if I can't get outside and go for a walk. Like, no matter what is happening that day, you can find 15 minutes to do something, right? So it's like, um, on top of that, if it's a day where I know I'm going to go out to dinner that night, um or I'm going to have pizza that night or something like that. I make sure that like my, for nutrition wise my meals and stuff that whole day incorporates so much veggies, so many veggies because then it then the fiber and everything it just helps your body digest for the you know for the pizza and stuff that night. So it's just like planning and knowing in my head what is happening that day, what's happening later that day that you can you can Do what you need to be doing to keep moving instead of just completely like, oh, for the whole day, you know, not moving, not moving, sitting on a couch and doing nothing or whatnot. So I think that, but that wasn't always like that for me. I mean, that took a long time to realize, yeah, if you're not going to the gym today, that doesn't mean you sit on the couch all day. That means you watch some TV, you stretch, you mobilize, do some hollow holds in the living room, you know, do some Superman's in the living room or something. Just move a little bit. Because your body will appreciate that the next day that you go into the gym.
0: And that's a great tip with the vegetables because who doesn't like pizza? Yeah, right?
1: (laughs) It's like – I know like – so Valentine's Day is coming up, right? So I know – Aaron will be like, let's go to dinner. And more, I'm going to be like, let's stay home and order pizza. But like, so that two or three of my meals that day before that are going to probably just be a large spinach salad with some chicken on it. And that's it. But then at least you're getting the right supplement and nutrition prior to then knowing that you're getting such high fat and carb at that meal to just help process it. So.
0: All right. So now we're going to hit some rapid fire questions. Oh boy. So just favorite and least favorite of each of these subjects. Okay. Um, Favorite, least favorite CrossFit movement.
1: Uh, favorite CrossFit movement would either be the snatch or the overhead squat. Least favorite, anything running. <laughs> Ain't running. <laughs> and probably burpees.
0: <laughs> Amen to that. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, favorite, least favorite named Wad.
1: Favorite Wad would probably be DT. Um, least favorite would probably be... I can't think of it. I'm having a, I'm having this blank, but um, it's the one with ring dips. Is it ring dips and deadlifts or ring dips and handstand push-ups? Uh, but I can't think of the name of her right now. I knew it. I just had it on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of it. Um, but it's the ring dip movement. I think it's a, it's a lady name workout. Yeah. Um, and I cannot think yeah, of it right now. I can't right think now, of it either. But it's the one with whatever the one is with ring dips. Man, okay. that thing just... Probably my least favorite.
0: All right. Favorite, least favorite healthy food?
1: Oh my gosh. Anything fruit. So, any fruit, bananas, apples, um, stuff like that, or um, eggs. I love eggs. I can't not eat okay. eggs. <laughs>
0: What's your least favorite healthy food?
1: Broccoli. Uh, green vegetables. I hate green vegetables. But I choke them down every single day of my life because I know I have to.
0: All right. Favorite, least favorite workout song?
1: Oh. So, any Pitbull song, I'm all about. <laughs> so that's my favorite. Least favorite workout song? I don't have one specifically, but anything that's like uh, techno. Ugh. <laughs> can't deal with techno workout music. So, But Pitbull is definitely my go-to. And, and you were
0: singing a mean version of Miami with Will oh, Smith yes. the other day.
1: So, Nothing better than a Will Smith radio on Pandora. <laughs> you get some real good songs on that channel. All
0: right. And the last one, favorite and least favorite male and female CrossFit athlete. Not least favorite. I take that back. We don't want to say who the least favorite is, <laughs> <laughs> even though I have one. <laughs> you but my favorite, your favorite you. male and female CrossFit athlete.
1: Um, gosh. I would have to go with, um, and there are a couple, Jen and Sam Danzer. Um, I think they are hilarious, and they're strong Christians, so I love that about them. I love how engaged they are with special needs, um, and I just think, I, 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 I judged him in the 2016 regionals, and ever since then, like both of them are just, like, he was so polite and so just kind, and she was, too, because she was, she was out there watching, and I was just like, wow, I like these guys, because there's so many hot athletes out there that are good, and people just love them, um, but it's just, like, those two from that year on, I've always been, like, they've been my favorite, which is weird, because they're a couple, but it almost makes it better, because you're, like, you can follow them a little bit easier and know what they're doing, because I don't have social media, Um, but I will follow up with like where they're at with prepping for, for like Waterpalooza and stuff like that. Um, but I I just feel like they're just so, they're just so much more down to earth than some of the other athletes are.
0: And there's a great YouTube video. Um, it's a road to the games, I think two years ago, uh, with Sam dancer, especially Jenny, Jen is in it. Um, but it's about his work with special needs children, Uh man, it's amazing. Like. Tear up, cry yeah. at the end. Yeah. Um, very impactful, but yeah, yeah. they're great people.
1: Yeah. I just really think that, because you can watch social media and you can be like, oh, that's a good person, but you don't know. You don't know yeah. if this, that, that CrossFit athlete's a good person outside of the gym and off camera, but it's just like, I, I just feel like they are honestly good people. So I've always really enjoyed, um, enjoyed them probably over anybody else and their stories, so.
0: Well, that's all we have today. Um, I feel like I've gotten to know you a lot better. (laughs) Hopefully our audience has too. Um, And thank you so much for doing this with us. Thank you. Look out for our next CrossFit podcast. That'll be episode 10 coming soon. Um, So thank you very much and we'll talk to you next time.